Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbert. And I'm Courtney Bronze. Each week, we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. So most of the time, we try to start the show on a positive note, right? So, but today is a bit different. I found a study that was published last year, I guess in Science Magazine, by a team of researchers from universities, government agencies, and nonprofit organizations who all collaborated. They collaborated to study the population of birds right here in North America. And what they found was a bit disturbing. The study found that since 1970s, the bird population has dropped by nearly 3 billion. That equals a 29% loss in bird abundance. That means that in 1979, there were 3 billion more birds than there are today. And if you're a birder, you probably know this already. But for the rest of us, we might have thought we were seeing less birds at the feeder, but really didn't know for sure. Uh, This is where we want to spend the rest of our show, talking about bird feeders and your ability to help scientists collect data on bird populations. So this month, February 14th to the 17th to be exact, the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, which is the scientific study of birds, and the Audubon Society are holding what they have deemed the Great Backyard Bird Count. The Great Backyard Bird Count, or GBBC, is a cool event that engages bird watchers of all ages and counting birds to create a real-time snapshot of bird populations. Those that participate are asked to count birds for as little as 15 minutes, or as long as they want to, on one or more days of the four-day event, and then report their sightings online at birdcount.org. Anybody can take part in the great backyard bird count, whether you're a rookie bird watcher or an expert, and you can participate right from your backyard or really anywhere on the planet. Every checklist submitted during the Great Backyard Bird Count helps researchers at the Cornell Lab of Ornithology and the National Audubon Society learn more about how birds are doing and also how to protect them in the environment that we share with them. Uh, Last year, more than 160,000 participants submitted their bird observations online and it created the largest instantaneous snapshot of global bird populations ever recorded. So we wanna give you an overview of how you can participate. So honestly, it's pretty easy. You just go to gbbc.birdcount.org or you can just type in backyard bird count into your favorite search engine. You should be able to find the website pretty easily. But if you've never participated in the Great Backyard Bird Count or any other Cornell Lab Citizen Science Project, or you've not participated in the Bird Count since 2013, you'll have to make a new account. So once you have an account, the instructions are pretty simple. And like I said before, you can count birds for at least 15 minutes on one or more days of the count. And you can count at as many places or on as many dates as you want during the count. So you submit a separate checklist for each new day and each new location. And when you're done with the count, you can submit your results on the GBBC website. The information you collect, uh, it becomes part of an extensive database. Like I said before, is analyzed by scientists to better understand important trends in bird population. It also helps see 
range expansions and habitat changes and shifts and migration patterns. And, you know, also don't forget when you're at the GBBC website, you can actually explore real-time maps and charts that show what others are reporting during and after the count. Uh, you even have the ability to check out the Explorer Region tool and you can get an idea of what to expect and see in your area during the next Great Backyard Bird Count. So I know a lot of avid bird watchers are also really into photography. So another way you can enjoy the Great Backyard Bird Count is by participating in the photo contest. So why not try and snap some photos of the birds while you count them? And there are six different categories in the contest. They are overall, habitat, behavior, group, composition, and people. So you have a lot of different opportunities to submit and you can put up to 10 images in each category. Yeah, I'll tell you, one of the cool things about this count is we really get an in-depth look at bird trends. So you look this up and, um, you know, we all know bird populations are always shifting and changing, but there's a good example. So back in 2014, the Great Backyard Bird Count data highlighted a, a large interruption of snowy owls, and probably some people remember this, across the whole northeastern and mid-Atlantic and Great Lakes areas of the United States. The data also showed the effects that warm weather patterns have on bird movement around the country. And that's just highlighting one year of the count. Uh, for more on the results of the latest GBBC, take a look at the Great Backyard Bird Count Summary and be sure to check out some of the images from the past Great Backyard Bird Count Photo Contest Gallery. So I'll pause here and I'll say Courtney usually has a fun fact of the day. Um, I get that responsibility today. And this is based off of 2013 stats, but I found that more than 52 million Americans consider themselves bird feeders, or in other words, they buy bird seed and set it out in some manner to feed birds in their backyard. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, imagine if all of them participated in the backyard bird count, how much data we'd actually get from that. It'd be pretty impressive. Yeah, it would. Okay, so without further ado, just like last week, we promised to bring some more seedlings up talk about them so this week we have a tree and a shrub to talk about that we're offering at our 2020 conservation district seedling sale so the tree of the week is the white birch also known as the paper birch when the tree is young it has a brownish bark but it turns into a beautiful white color when they're about 10 years old and it's an important browse species for some wildlife White-tailed deer, porcupines, squirrels, and beavers eat the twigs, and it's also a larval host for the luna moth and the morning cloak. It's primarily used for specialty products such as popsicle sticks, clothespins, spools, broom handles, and toys, and it can actually be tapped in the spring to obtain sap, which is used to make wine, beer, and medicinal tonics. It was used by a wide variety of Native American tribes for medicinal purposes, such as treating burns, um, teething, dysentery, colds, and coughs. And it's used to make canoes, toboggans, and snowshoes. Yeah, I actually didn't know a couple of those facts, so that's pretty cool. So that's one tree that's being offered at the seedling sale. Uh, so I ask you, do you know what the state flower is, Pennsylvania? It's 
Mountain Laurel. It is. And we're offering Mountain Laurel this year. Um, so it's a broadleaf evergreen growing approximately 12 to 20 feet. Uh, it has or produces beautiful pink flower clusters blooming in late May to early June. So just a side note, it is toxic. So keep that in mind if you have pets or small children. It's a good shrub to plant in shaded areas on the north sides of buildings. So we also have a couple events for you this week. On Saturday, February 15th, Salt Springs State Park will be hosting Oh, the Many Feet We Meet from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Have you ever crossed paths with a skunk or a fox or a coyote? Most of the mammals that reside in our woods lead largely secretive lives. Learn about some of these mysterious mammals common to Salt Springs Park and how to identify them by their tracks. They will be following tracks in the snow or mud and discovering other signs of their activity. Light snow cover will be ideal, so dress for being outside and walking through snow and other conditions. Pack a lunch. They will take a break after the presentation and before going outside, and you'll meet at the Wheaton House. The program fee is $5 per person for non-members, and Friends of Salt Spring members and children can attend for free. So the Rail Trail Council of NEPA actually has an event called Walking Mondays. It's every Monday in February from 9 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Join them, as I said, every Monday in February at 9 a.m. for a walk on the trail. Uh, They will have a discussion during the walk. And since February is Heart Month, the discussion this month will be on self-compassion. They say that bodies in motion stay in motion. So consider building a healthy habit for 2020. They ask you to bring water, wear proper shoes, and appropriate clothing. So they also have what they call Makeup Saturdays. So if you're not able to make the Monday commitment, not to worry. They're having Makeup Saturdays every Saturday starting with February 8th. This coming Saturday, they'll meet at the Rail Trail office in Uniondale at noon. And that'll be from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Also this coming Saturday, at the Union Del Trailhead from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. will be a yoga walk slash hike. Yoga helps reduce both the risk of being sore after your hike and the risk of injury on your hike. It helps build strength and stamina so you can hike longer, more intense trails with ease. They'll also be offering cross-country skiing on the trail. And that's this coming Sunday, February 9th, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m course weather conditions permitting Um, and that's at the endless mountains trail rose road in new milford township and on february 15th is winter tree identification discussion discovery and walk and that's from 10 a.m to 12 p.m at the endless mountain trail in new milford as well so for more information on any of the events don and i mentioned you would go to nepa-railtrails.org Hey, did you know that Susquehanna County Conservation District is on Facebook and Instagram? So you can find our social media links right at the top of our website's homepage, suscondistrict.org. I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to today's show, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org Don't forget to check out our 2020 seedling sale. 
You can also find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>